welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. We have another deep dive episode where we are going to geek out about probably one of the geekiest things that you can imagine. Troy, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Um, We are going to talk about grip shapes, palette shapes, the shape of the grip, depending on what brand you're using, what you can expect, grips that run big, grips that run small. You guys have seemed to really appreciate and enjoy the talks we've had around grips and before getting into this one, I told Troy, like, this seems like the silliest conversation, but I know you guys will be into it. Right, Troy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But real <laughs> but real quick, before we get too nerdy into tennis. Yes. I did have to wear my uh, my Packers. Oh, there uh, it is. <laughs> little zip up for you today. You know, I know one of the last podcasts we talked about football. Yes, we did. I, I know your Cowboys are pretty good right now, but hey, this team's uh, pretty good, too. Um, yes, maybe we should just do like a side episode on everyone's teams because I am like all in Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, let's go CD lamb, Zeke, you know, no, no one can do any wrong on my team. Trayvon, like let's go and Trayvon's son. Um, and then I know you those guys are all right, you know, but you know, you don't, you don't got the reigning MVP, you know? Okay. Okay. CD's, CD's, CD's a young talent, but he's no Devonte oh, Adams yet, you know? He, he's so good. Hey, and then, we, we could probably get Jay in here too. Exactly. Jay and Britt, they'll start talking about the Niners. Uh, we got J-Dub, J-Dub with his old, uh, old faithful Buffalo Bills. <laughs> right. We definitely all have our little teams that not little teams are pretty giant teams. <laughs> hey, and and even, if, even the man behind the camera that does the editing, we get Kevin Roos on it with his Broncos, you know? Right. His Friday night football Ooh. commentating voice. <laughs> oh yeah. He, he can talk football for days. <laughs> yes. Well, and like, Football comes at the right time for us because like tennis is kind of winding down for like a couple weeks and then we'll be able to jump back into Australia soon. Very soon. I don't know when this is going to air. Not much much of an off season in tennis. Not and especially not this year cramming everything in (laughs) the way they have in world team. Tennis is like three weeks long. (laughs) So we should do like football bets. Like based on what happens with a team or like some sort of bet, you have to wear something on the podcast, on the video version. Maybe we'll see. We'll think Maybe about it. I'll wear something other than that, that ugly looking star, you know, the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah. If, if any of the listeners have any ideas, feel free to email us, <laughs> reach out. Hey, another reason why I wore the Green Bay, because today we're talking about grip shape. <laughs> Hey, Kevin Roos, Kevin Roos like that. that. Um, he's not even a dad, and he has dad jokes. Oh yeah. That also reminds me. I wanted to ask you guys that are listening if you do have any specific questions for the playtesters. I thought it would be fun to do a ask the playtesters kind of episode. It can be anything tennis related. Um, 
send emails to podcast at tennis-warehouse.com. We would love to do a fun episode where we involve as many play testers as we can and just kind of like fun, like street style, like ask the play testers and like it, like an AMA on Instagram. Yes, totally. I just saw the, uh, I think it was last night, Tommy Haas did his first AMA ever. He was flying, flying somewhere with his daughter for her birthday. And what would you ask Tommy? If I had to ask Tommy something, off. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably like ask him about his. So if you guys follow Tommy Haas pretty close, you know, his wife is a Peloton rider, but he like only will ride his German bike. So I would probably like somehow bring it back to Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> and like what sort of training he does on the bike that like crosses over really well to his tennis. Yeah. One of the, one of the ones I saw on his uh, AMA is pretty funny is, um, they were saying someone was like next year at Indian Wells, you should have a pop-up store for his wife's, uh, his wife and his sister-in-law's sister clothing line, yeah. favorite yeah. daughter or whatever. Yes. And he's like, oh, that's a good idea. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was something too, with James Blake. I'm like, can we get like a tournament director tournament set up before these tournaments? Because there's so many good former players that are now tournament directors. So can we get like Tommy Hawes? James Blake. Luciano. Yeah, there's so many. So that would be so fun. That would be another thing I would ask. Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> back to grips. Yeah. As you guys may or may not know, a lot of the brands have different shaped grips and some of the brands have changed the shape of the grip over the years. So we are literally just going to do a deep dive into what you can expect and like what the shape is of the grip, depending on what brand you're using. Troy has like done his homework and bare bone these rackets to even like show you visually. So if you are watching the video version, or if you're not, if you're just listening and you want to see, he's going to have some visual elements to this episode. So let's start right at the top. It's Babylon, Babylon grip shapes. What's the shape? And are there like any, is there anything that like players always say like, Oh, Babylon grips are always X, Y, Z, which like, I think most people say Babylon grips are always bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely one feedback we get. And I think, I think some of us testers kind of notice that their grip shape or their grip, their handles, as soon as you pick it up with the grip on it, um, the, it does feel a little bit bigger than maybe some of the other brands. Okay. So I would say I, we get that feedback a lot from Babylon as well as Yonex can be that way. Sometimes they just feel slightly bigger than the norm. Now, whether that's true or the the shape of it gives that off, I think also with Babolat, um, over the years, I don't know if they still do, but over the years, they had used different base grips on their different lines of rackets. So like Pure Drive and Arrow used to have like the Syntec that was a little bit thicker, so it felt bigger. And then like the Pure Strike, because it's more their like control and feel racket, they used the thinner Syntec grip. Um, which made the, the handle feel a little bit smaller. So the palette, the core itself was likely the same, just two different base grips being used, which made it feel different in size. Got it. And obviously, like if you've only played with Babolat, you wouldn't assume, you wouldn't feel that Babolat feels bigger. I know that was kind of something for me when I, because I played with Babolat throughout college and then trying to find a racket replacement. Everyone was like, oh, but Babolat's got such a bigger grip size. But that to me, the four and three eighths, Babolat was just normal. So now it's just normal. <laughs> yeah. And even like just talking about like, like to me, Wilson rackets, Wilson and 
and Dunlop probably feel the most natural, I guess. Like everybody has like their opinion of, you know, what feels good in their hand. And I know you, you're using Wilson. You've been using Wilson for a while. Yeah. Um, it just feels really, I guess to me, symmetrical and just really good in the hand. Um, but I noticed with like the RFs over the years that we've tested is uh, when you first get them, you know, the grip size feels pretty true. Like a three eighths feels like a three eighths if you play with Wilson, but then after using them for a few months, the leather, the leather grip really thins out yes. on the RFs. It gets really, really thin. So then it starts to feel smaller after, after, <laughs> after a lot of use that three eighths starts to feel like a quarter. Yeah, for so. sure. So with Babylon though, like what would you say like the shape is? Yeah. So kind of for, for me, just like the way I think of it is there's pretty much like two main groups of like palette shapes, the more, what I call it rectangular, which would be like, if you know your grip shapes or you kind of have played with these different brands, like the classic, the old school head palette, which I have one of them here. Uh, I have one of our head uh, pro tour 2.0s. Still has the old school. Will you bring your camera down a little? Because yeah. I don't know if it's just me. Yeah, there you go. Because I'm not seeing the butt cap. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's the old school uh, TK82 palette is the code they use for the modern head rackets. Pretty much all their rackets now, which it originally started when the speed racket came out and Djokovic came into head and was with Wilson, switched into head and played with the speed when that line first came out way back. Um, that was the TK 82 S palette was the code for that palette. I'm assuming the S at the, at the end stood for speed or whatever, maybe square. I don't know. It's more, it's less rectangular for sure. And more similar. The modern head palette is more similar to like Wilson and Dunlop and Prince. It's the grips kind of have homogenized like a softer. Yeah. Like, um, to me it's so, so the old school, these palettes on these old school head rackets, if you look at any palette, it's like the butt cap or the palette shape, it's an octagon. It's got eight sides, but the old school head palette to me is longer in width, like in this direction. So the top, you know, that the racket face side, this side of the palette feels longer. And this side, this side of the palette right here feels shorter. So it feels like it's longer this way and, and you know, shorter this way. Yes. So it kind of has that kind of rectangular feel to, to the palette shape. That's what an old school head palette is. And that's when I say rectangular. So like um, Babylon, for instance, you, the one you're talking, you, you brought up, that's more in the like kind of square or rounder um, profile for the, like the octagon shape to me. Okay. So I guess, they, I guess, a, I guess a true, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't want the shape, but uh, I, I think it's called in geometry class, an equilateral octagon okay. where every side would be equal. Yes. And you wouldn't want that grip shape at all because then you would never know the difference between holding your racket in a continental grip or a full, you know, Western or whatever. The whole grip would be the same no matter which way you turned it. So you don't want that. Wow. I've never thought of that before. What? You, I've it, never it take, thought of that. As before. soon as I said geometry class, it'd take you back to like. <laughs> no, as soon as you said geometry class, I was like, oh, count me out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of if it was equal. Yes. If all eight sides were equal, then you wouldn't be able to tell if you're holding continental or Western. When you twist the grip in your hand blindly and you can't, you're not holding the yoke, you wouldn't be able to tell how you're holding the racket. Interesting. You could be hitting forehands like 
you know, to the roof or whatever, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you do you do need some difference. You do need some difference in the sides, but it's it's like the classic head shape is definitely more to me in hand. It feels wider in this plane and shorter, definitely shorter in this plane. And they all are somewhat, but this one feels more exaggerated. So yeah, Babylon Babylon to me is the opposite. Or, Yes. And I was going to say, and I think even when you're looking down the the barrel of the butt cap, um, for me, head always just almost like mimics a longer, almost like elongated oval kind of shape. Whereas like Babylon feels a little more rounder, but obviously not round, but, um, yeah. 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 So, but so, and we've, we've done this sort of kind of debate before, like, I don't know if other uh, talks about this in other podcasts or, you know, other videos, I've done a video on you know, palette shapes, head shapes, but for, I know in, in, uh, in some of the comments and questions where people were like, well, can you actually measure it to prove it? You know, cause we have a lot of, you know, people that want the math and the science and the concrete evidence. Mm-hmm. So I did bring, Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which we use to wow. measure beam width. And I can kind of go through some of these and just kind of actually see if it's something that just is in our head or if it's, you know, truly different in the measurement. So, okay. Yeah. That'd be something that's kind of cool I can use. And uh, if we don't get through all of them, I can always measure all of them when we're done and put it in the comments. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm sure I know. I know there's people out there that are like, yes, do them all. Um, yeah. Nice. So for like instance, I'll, I'll do this classic head palette. Okay. 33.4 millimeters in the, the long side, the racket. 33.4 mil and then if we do it this way the shorter side mm-hmm. 27.7 there you go that's a classic head 27 and we'll, as we go we'll see how it varies yeah should we like jump straight into a babylon to compare yeah yeah so as i was saying we'll see if we'll, we can debunk what we're thinking <laughs> i have a pure drive here nice took all these grips off for you guys dedication you guys you don't even understand the dedication the long way racket racket face side we're looking at about 32.5 okay i feel like i should be writing this down <laughs> yeah bab 32.5 so it is the head classic was 33.4 in the long direction the babylon's 32.5 so it is shorter and these are all 3/8 grips so obviously yeah be comparing like one and in the short direction, we got 28.6. So that actually, even though it's very, very minimal, we're talking like millimeters, it actually makes sense to what we're feeling in hand. Okay. So the, the, lo- the long way on the head is 33.4. On the Babylon, it's 32.5, so shorter in, the, in this direction. Okay. And then we got uh, 27.7 for this direction on the uh head the classic head and 28.6 on the, the babylon so it is shorter this way and a little a little wider that way making it more feel a little more symmetrical or square right okay can we go to yonix because i feel like you mentioned babylon and yonix have similar feels so let's see how the yonix compares to the babylon and yeah. where that lies because i think yonix to me feels more rounded like a, it feels closer to like a Babylon. Okay. At least these E zones do. I know sometimes for me, I don't know why, but the V cores feel slightly different. 
Well, and also I'm getting ahead of myself after we do Yonix. Can we talk a little bit about head and how they've changed their palettes to be more quote unquote modern? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, 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 already brought, we already brought that up, but like it, it came along with the, with head, it came along with the, the speed rackets. Did we literally already talk about how like now they're all the same? Because like, wasn't it? Uh, I quickly, I quickly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So when head brought out the speeds, when they brought out the speed racket, when Djokovic came from Wilson to head, um, they brought out this palette. And, and over the year, over the years, they gradually have transferred all their racket lines from the classic head shape to the modern TK82S, which I'm assuming is speed or square. It's the more similar grip size to a Wilson. Follow-up question for yes. this. And people do ask this. Are there ways to track down the older palettes and put them on the new rackets if that's what um, your preferred feel is? Maybe. So there are certain like customization groups, companies that can strip down your any racket and make a custom mold to your hand for a very, very pretty penny. I know <laughs> professional players have done it. Uh, for instance, the one that comes to mind is like Robin Soderling because he never even played with a grip. He just had like a actual like mold okay that felt good to his hand so so for a pretty penny you can get any racket custom that way but like actual pallets they don't sell them in the united states they we do sell some at tennis warehouse europe you can get them in europe okay but i I believe they restricted the selling of pallets at least head has in the u.s okay that comes up from time to time so i'm glad you cleared that up yeah so on the black market or (laughs) a guy maybe but um Certain customization groups can do it. Certain customization groups, um, like there's one I follow on Instagram called Unstrung Customs. They have their they have their own palettes. So I don't know if they have like their own 3D printer or how they do it, but they have their own brand of palettes. Priority One Tennis can and uh, also Roman Prokes New York RPNY. Um, they can do custom molding. I mean, these guys work with Priority One works with Roger Novak and, you know, RPNY works with some really top level pros and do custom molding. So can be done, but as far as like easily just getting pallets from a store, from a retailer in the U.S., it's not so Not much. so easy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyways. Back to the Yonex. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take a, take a look at the Yonex shape here, or the, the dimensions. Long direction, 32.8. Pretty close to what was the, yeah, what was the babble at? 32.5. Okay, okay. And the shorter direction, 29 even millimeters. And Babylot was 28.6. So very, very so I would put um personally I'd put Babylot and Yonex kind of in the same boat. Yes. As far as like kind of that rounder, more squarish, closer to equilateral sides, I guess. Yeah. Um, what other rackets kind of fall into that category? I would say the next group, which are kind of the ones I talked about being like what I think are kind of like the the best feeling grips, in my opinion, um, are like Wilson Dunlop. And that's more than likely because the first ever like performance racket I ever trained with and played with was Dunlop was an old infill 200. Um, and then I switched to a K blade from Wilson. So those probably feel the, the most or the best to me. And they're actually, they feel pretty similar in hand as well as, uh, as well as Prince. 
Yeah. Do you want to measure a couple of those real quick? Yeah, let's do Wilson. Let people yeah. play Wilson. Now we're like getting into the weeds. We can talk about the bevels at the end at the end of the rackets too. Um, Wilson kind of has that bevel at the bottom. Do they all? No. You mean like the butt cap part? Sorry, yeah, the flare, not bevel. The flare. The yeah, flare. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so a lot that of would be things. something that maybe you can kind of dive into as far as what you're feeling. I know Brittany it picks up on it a lot too. Yeah. Me, not so much because I don't hang off the bottom of the racket. Same. Okay. I'm more like choked up. Yeah. Well, and so Brit and Tiff did the small grip chat and they definitely brought that up because they have the pinky hang off. Um, and so a bevel, <laughs> or they, why do I keep calling it a bevel? Like a flare, uh, a, a, flare. flare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a flare kind of, um, is noticeable for them. I find since I use Wilson as my racket of choice, I don't think I notice it as much, but there was a racket we were testing recently. And I'm trying to remember which one it was that it was like very noticeable. <laughs> it was like almost like installed incorrectly and noticeable. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was a hitter. It was a well, blacked if out. You're talking about the flare on the butt cap. I don't know if it's, Oh, still it like... was a Wilson racket. It was okay. a Wilson racket that we're Probably the blade or something. I know in the years past, Wilson has had two different types of butt caps. So like their butt cap that they use for most of their performance rackets is pretty flared. Like it has a pretty big sort of uh like lift to it at the bottom. Yeah. But the pro staff butt caps in the past were, were more flat. Okay. So like your pro staff, your RF 97s are probably feeling a little less. Yes. Like flared or like a bump at the end. Yeah. Whereas some of their other rackets like, you know, clash or maybe like ultra or something, they have more of that bump, that flare. Okay. Let's just say it was one of the ones that you just mentioned. <laughs> That's, um, we were testing and I was very noticeable for me, which was weird. I don't know, but sometimes I, I actually, um, have been hitting a lot with that prestige. So I haven't been hitting with the RF as much. So maybe it was just something that I noticed right off the bat, but okay. Back to your measurements. So long ways on the, uh, the blade Wilson blade here, 32.4 which is almost identical to the Babylon 32.5. Oh, wow. And then short distance would be about 28.5. So almost identical to the Babylon. That makes sense. I'd be curious about the Dunlop real quick, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I'm going to guess that the top is a little bit longer on the Dunlop. That's something I felt recently, but I don't know if I'm right. We'll see. So the long side on a Dunlop... 32. We'll call it 32. Okay. And then the short side will be 28.2. Okay. So yeah, pretty close to Wilson and Babylon, but actually just maybe a little bit smaller. Interesting. But maybe so, the grip, the grip overall just feels a little smaller. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about Vocal? Vocal. So Vocal is one of those brands that is known to be uh, more rectangular. Or like okay. at least that's kind of like the reputation. That's what I feel. Most testers feel that vocal has more of that rectangular shape mm -hmm. or closer to that classic head. Kind of like, and like that makes sense to me because vocal very much to me feels like a classic kind of, they go for that classic feel. Definitely has that more rectangular shape. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and now that you say that, you know, being like a pretty classic brand going back way back, you know, like Becker days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
now that you know, I think of it, I know for me, I like the Wilson, the Dunlop, the square, the more round. I know Chris Edwards, he's a big fan of the more rectangular shape. And I don't know if that's just from rackets he played back in the day or his grip styles, but with those more rectangular palettes, like a classic head or like a vocal, I noticed that they do feel really good on like continental grips mm. and maybe like a semi or like a slightly Eastern forehand, mm-hmm. but not so much on like the full Western grips for me. So yeah, maybe there is something to do with that rect- more rectangular palette working well for the classic tennis style, the, the classic tennis grips, and maybe not so much on the, you know, like the, the, the more modern player with the full Western that's what most of the brands are going with now is that more squared round palette shape, because that's where kind of the game's going, you know, Uh, the more, the more common modern grips. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to measure that one? Yeah. Let's see what vocals got. See if it's close to head. Also, I just want to say that like the reason why, well, this, this chat comes up every now and then amongst the play testers, but I know that like, Troy can speak to this too. He just got back from BMP in the demo court, but the few times that I've kind of interacted with people on demo courts, a lot of times I hear a lot of feedback where the player completely feels connected to the grip of the racket or they've used a racket before. And like the identifying characteristic is the grip. So I feel like there's such a strong connection with players and the way the racket feels in their hands. So sometimes grip shape can play into that. We've talked before about grip size. We've talked before about leather grip. So these are all things that really like create an experience um, when you're hitting with a racket. And if the shape is not what you like, or the grip is too big or too small, or the feel is just bad, then you have a bad hitting experience. And then that's something you try to stay away from. So how's that vocal measuring? Coming out about 32 on the long side, 28 on the, the short. So, so closer to the head shape or no, Oh no. Uh, the size wise, it's actually pretty close to the Dunlop as far as size. So <laughs> we're like debunking things that we thought, or at least things that I thought. At least the bare bones palette, yeah. Bare bones you palette. Know, typically speaking, I find vocal to feel a little more on that rectangular mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. What else you got? You got a Technofiber? Yeah, Technofiber, which also I tend to find feels more slightly more on that rectangular shape which you were referencing Chris, Chris uses a Technofiber as his racket of choice. Yeah. So that could line up. See the long side on this Technofiber is coming in about 33.1. Okay. <laughs> and the short side is coming in about 27.9. So that's actually very, very close to the head. Okay. Nailed it. Vlogman Chris Edwards likes the head grip, the old head grid shape, grip shape. Now you know. Technofiber feels pretty darn good in his hand. I'm so, assuming. yeah. I mean, literally, that could be without even knowing. The second you put a rack in your hand, if it feels like home, like, or it feels like what you've hit with your whole time. Yeah. Um, and that then, makes uh, we, got a, we got a 10X here. Pro oh, Pro Kenex. Black Ace. Uh, shoot, what is this? The Black Ace 315. I'm going, okay, so like I could go in both directions with this one. I could say that like maybe it's going to have more of the classic feel, but then also I know maybe it would be more round. Yeah, I, f- I feel like ProConnex in general is a little bit slightly on the rectangular classic side to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and a little less on the rounder square, but then I thought that about the vocal too, so <laughs> th- th- I think they feel pretty similar. Okay. The long side on this 10X is about 32 which is 
spot on with the Volk. Volky Volky. Shout, shout out to <laughs> local winery, Kid of the Volk. <laughs> We will take wine sponsorships, <laughs> deal brand deals. We're open. We'll collaborate. <laughs> Twenty-eight-two on the short side. So yeah, pretty spot on with the vocal. There you go. There you have it. And then a couple that we didn't get to. I don't think uh, Prince. Oh, Prince. Prince to me feels good. It feels more like the Wilson, the Dunlop, the modern head. Agreed. Um, so it feels like those, but it also feels a little small on average. Oh, interesting. So we'll find out. This is a good opportunity because I always, um, am in search of my old rackets from juniors and I'm like so devastated that I got rid of all of them. So anyone listening, if you have from the nineties, a Prince precision, keep long body in your possession, please a, send me pictures. I'd love to see. And B, if you're like, I don't know, like if you haven't hit it in a bit, please string it up and go hit it for me. I That racket is full, a full inch long. Massive swing weight. Massive swing weight. And I miss it. Um, I just miss it. And it's one of those rackets that like I saw one come through a few years ago, but I never see them. And they, they like, all of mine ended up breaking. And when Prince was replacing them they sent me new rackets that were in the lineup so i don't know they might be extinct if you have one (laughs) precision i keep long body it's red and like some hits of yellow and orange (laughs) (laughs) just saying (laughs) Uh, so on the long side like i'm like i said it does feel small Mm -hmm. we got the i got the shortest measurement so far on the long side at 31 two interesting okay and this is a just to confirm Three eighths. Three eighths. Not that you can see that, but um, short side here, we got twenty eight. So not crazy different on the short side, but on the long side, even shorter. So yeah, it is. It is very. It it bridges the gap closest to being like equal on the short and long side. So okay, very Good much almost like that squared feel. So if you like, yeah, a smaller feeling grab. Prince might and, be the way to go. And it's kind of more squared off feel. More squared off. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's good to know. And then the other one that I didn't, uh, I don't think I measured was, I measured the classic head. I didn't measure the modern head. Yes. Which is based off the Wilson pretty much. So so pretty much like we talked about earlier, all the Wilson, all the head rackets now, all their lines have been converted to the TK82S palette, the modern palette. Yes. And they gradually introduced yes. them throughout the year. So, so it was speed. Yes. And then it went to like instinct and then they put it on the extreme. And the last couple, the last couple to get introduced were like the radical and then the prestige. Now the last yes. two generations were the prestige. So just to like clear myself, that's what I was referring to earlier. I didn't want to like rehab the conversation, but I remember it was a slow trickle. Yes. So at one point there were two grip shapes from head in the line yes. of rackets. But and like now the, the gravity is a newer line. It just yeah. came in with the modern palette. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. And that could be, you know, like one of the big reasons you've kind of liked the prestigious more in the last couple generations. Yes. That's I actually mean, Phil, a good Phil point. has a lot to do with it, but that fill in your hand coming from the, the pro staff. Yeah. Very similar grip shape. So. That's a good point. Good point. Wow. I'm learning things. <laughs> See, sometimes we don't even know why we like the things we like. 
So 31-3 on the long side, which is actually pretty small, kind of like the Prince. And then the shorter side, we got 28-4. Nice. So like the Prince, we're actually finding here that uh, there's a definite difference between the two palettes from head. This one is definitely more closer to a squared off or like almost an e- not an equilateral, but closer to that direction than the classic rectangular where there's a big difference between the, the longer and the shorter end of the palette. Well, now you know. I feel like we need that. Like the more you know, the more you know graphic, the yeah, more yeah. you know about your rackets. Um, yeah. I think we like literally... Not we, you (laughs) literally just educated everyone out there. And um, I'm going to ask Troy for all these measurements. So we'll add them to the podcast so you can refer to them. And if you're curious, feel free to ask us. Is there anything else we need to add? Not so much. I mean, is is there anything else you wanted to touch on as far as like the player, the butt cap, the things you noticed when you're playing? Like, I don't know. Do you think? No, I mean, that that's something I don't really pay attention to at all. I know, I know that some brands, I know that some brands are more flared than others, but I personally do not hang off the end of the butt cap. Uh, I, I honestly, yeah. The only one I talk, I notice, or maybe it's because Britt brings it up is Wilson. Wilson can be pretty flared. Um, Yonex, I know she really likes Yonex because it's not, flat. Yeah. They're not that flared. They're pretty, pretty straight edge on the bottom. So that's one thing. And then other than that, um, you know, just the the definition or the bevels of the grip. And we talked about this in many other podcasts. We talk about leather grips and stuff, but the thinner the grip, the harder the grip, the more you're going to really fill those edges and fill that palette. And um, the, the more cushy, the thicker the grip, the less those edges or those bevels are going to stand out or those uh, differences in the dimensions will stand out. So every now and then we'll have people like weird, really weird requests either to build up their grip or they just like it really cushioned. Mm-hmm. So we've had people ask, you know, can you put two replacement grips on the racket, like one on top of the other, mm-hmm. or like when we have our shrink sleeves to build up the racket, can you do double shrink sleeves? Like, you know, some really old school player might use like a four and seven eights or something bigger than a five eights. And all we have is four and a half grip. So they want to double build up the grip. The more you start adding on like that, the double shrink sleeves or the double grips or the multiple over grips, the, the more the grip becomes round and you really start to lose the feel and the difference between holding a racket uh, continental or Western, you mm-hmm. know, you really just don't know where the racket's at, at, at a certain point. So that's something that, you know, you can do, but we don't really advise it because you you lose out on the feel of the different sides and di- the different planes of the racket. Yeah, which we alluded to at the beginning, which totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And if you like to feel the racket more and or you don't, both are right. Neither one. It's all personal preference. Well, if you guys actually have any further questions about grip shapes, palettes, uh, bevels, flares, leather, big, small, all of the above, reach out to us, podcast at tennis-warehouse.com and happy hitting. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes and be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.